to my shame, I realize that I forgot to introduce some of you to Mr. Bounce. Of course, you could go back and listen from a long while ago, but I'll save the time and I'll refresh our memory and my own about this man known as E.M. Bounds. Let me introduce you. Edward McKendry Bounds, I like that name McKendry, by the way, was born on August 15th, 1835 in a small northeastern Missouri town. He attended a one-room school in Shelbyville, where his father served as a county clerk, and he was admitted to the bar shortly before he reached the age of 19. An avid reader of the scriptures and an ardent admirer of John Wesley's sermons, Bounds practiced law until the age of 24, when he suddenly felt called to preach the gospel. His first pastorate was in the nearby town of Monticello, Missouri. But in 1861, while he was a pastor of the Methodist Episcopal Church in Brunswick, the Civil War began, and Bounds was arrested by Union troops and charged with sympathizing with the Confederacy. He was made a prisoner of war and was held for a year and a half before being transferred to Memphis, Tennessee, and finally securing his release. Armed only with an unquenchable desire to serve God, Bounds traveled nearly 100 miles on foot to join General Pierce's command in Mississippi. Soon afterwards, he was made chaplain to the Confederate troops in Missouri, and after the defeat of General John Hood's troops at Nashville, Bounds was again among those who were captured and held until swearing loyalty to the United States. After the war, Bounds pastored churches in Nashville, Selma, Alabama, St. Louis, Missouri. It was in Selma that he met Emma Barnett, whom he later married in 1876 and with whom he had three children, one of whom died at the age of six. After Emma's death, God actually led for Bounds to marry Emma's cousin, Harriet Barnett, who survived him. The family included their five children, as well as two daughters from his first marriage. While he was in St. Louis, Bounds accepted a position as associate editor for the regional Methodist journal, the St. Louis Advocate. Then, after only 19 months, he moved to Nashville to become the editor of the Christian Advocate, the weekly paper for the entire Methodist Episcopal denomination in the South. The final 17 years of his life were spent with his family in Washington, Georgia, where both Emma and Harriet had grown up. Most of the time he spent reading, writing, and praying, but he often took an active part in revival ministry. Bounds was also in the habit of rising at 4 o'clock each morning in order to pray to God, for the great cares of the world were always upon his heart. He died on August 24, 1913, still relatively unknown to most of the Christian sphere. Since the time of the Apostles, the introduction states, no man besides Edward McKendry Bounds has left such a rich inheritance of research into the life of prayer. Prayer was as natural to him as breathing the air. He made prayer first and foremost in his life because he knew it as the strongest link between man and God. In the time of E.M. Bounds, human weakness through prayer could ex access the power of the overcoming Son of God, Jesus Christ, and the same is true to this day. I'm excited to continue to go through E.M. Bounds' book on prayer. It's actually a conglomeration of seven of his books all together, all of his works on prayer. But this book has meant much to me, and I'm privileged to share it with you. We'll pick it back up in the coming days. Thank you so much for listening to the Micah McCurry podcast. And as always, if I can be any help to you, please feel free to reach out to me. You can text me directly at 309 
309-316-7240. Once again, text me directly, 309-316-7240. God bless.